Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. The Void, always, immense and unknowable, teeming with persistent life, life that clings to tiny rocks they call worlds. Worlds so small they are almost swallowed by that endless purple and black. Sometimes you can see that life, that fragile thing, jump from rock to rock, world to world, a defiant, beautiful act of arrogance. This is the story of what happens when life takes that leap. A prologue. The garden. Never. She tends to a plant, pruning it with iron shears. So careful are her hands. She glances behind her, looks to some noise, and upon finding absolutely nothing, she turns back to find the cat, tearing into green, smashing it on the table, sending streaks of dirt flying. The cat trods off, plant hanging like a corpse in its mouth. She just sobs heavily into thick gloves. She can't remember why, only that this never happened. Chapter 1 The Fey-Run Galaxy The Hard System A Freighter Now Derelict and dark, caught in the thrall of a sea of asteroids, caught themselves in a thrall of the sun, who keeps them greedily wrapped in an endless chain. A ship, a rust bucket of a horsefly, idles near the tomb of a freighter. The words second dibs etched into its hull. And here we have been cast. Cool. So oh wow. my god. I'm gonna cry. I've never been so excited about feeling so small. Don't cry, but you are tiny. Yeah, very I feel tiny. In Good. the grand scheme. So Xandar, you awake. On the second dibs, you are in your bunk. It is a tiny little thing. Uh, You have like a little futon mattress. You have a, um, not a kitchenette, but like one of those mini bathrooms. It's just like a sink and a mirror and like a cabinet and like a nightstand. And uh, what do you have hanging on your wall? Hanging on my wall in the room, yeah. uh, I'd say like maybe a couple of like like loose uh, wanted posters, like random things that I've picked up, <laughs> odd jobs, stuff like that, pamphlets, things like that. But I wouldn't say anything like decorative. Um, sure. I think like 
uh, on maybe like the nightstand or like on the you know, the counter of the kitchenette or whatever, there's probably some loose, random, like shiny bits of like metal and gems and like little stuff like that. Xandar's very like, he's very into those like little pieces of like precious metal and gems and coins and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so uh, I think like just kind of scattered. It's, 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 it's like messy. It's unkempt. There's like some dirty dishes and like clothes on the floor and stuff. Um, but not, not necessarily anything decorative. <laughs> well, yeah, you wake up on this ship. Um, you were used to sort of waking up in this uh, uh, sort of uh, artificial atmosphere. The uh, distinct smell of like recycled air and the dull, constant hum of this ship. But you awaken to another noise, just like a clanging just outside your door. Not so much that, like someone is knocking on your door, but someone's just like making a racket right outside your room. Hmm, okay. Uh, well, I will um, take a, uh, a mage hand and sort of rifle through my dirty clothes on the ground to find nice. uh, a crumpled up, soiled, padded compression suit and sort of like put it on really quick uh, and, and grab my coat off the door and throw it over my shoulders. And... Uh, before opening the door, I like very quietly like slink up to the side of it and hold myself up against it just for a moment to see like if the noise is coming closer or retreating, like continuing to move, sort of if I get a better feel for what it is. Sure. I think this is the first roll of the game. Do Yay! a perception check. Right. I feel like the first roll of the game is always a perception check. It was gotta <laughs> be, right? <laughs> uh, 17. Nice. Oh, very nice. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 19. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm proficient Even in perception. better. I love that for you. You slink up to this door and you listen through and you hear um, that the sound isn't getting closer. It's pretty persistent in one spot. And I think as you're sort of listening through, you're visualizing this hallway and you're in the uh, crew deck, right? And there are multiple sort of rooms down here. Um, you know that most of them are empty. Um, but someone is like sort of towards the middle of the hall and it sounds like just like repeated like clanging in like one spot of the wall. You also hear like a All right, I'm going to I'm going to use my uh, my mage hand again to just grab one of my um, one of my side pieces, my arcane pistol out of the, the holster that's on the ground and uh, nice. bring it up to my hand and then I'll I'll throw the door open. Um, but not necessarily aim the gun. I, I don't want to like aim the gun like I'm about to shoot something. I just want to hold sure. the gun to like show whatever it is that I have a gun in like a very intimidating kind of way. Absolutely. You throw open the door and you look down this hall and you see a creature that you recognize. Um, this creature looks sort of like a cross between a human and an ant. It's got um, sort of like double sets of limbs, like like two uh, uh, legs and like two arms. And uh, one of those arms is holding a, a crowbar and is just sort of like banging absentmindedly on this uh, light fixture that seems to be out. And as you like sort of come out and startle it, it drops the crowbar and starts like flinging its arms around in the air going. Do I, do I know what this creature's name is it's a familiar site but is it like something that has a name or is it like somebody who works for the ship or something you give me a history check with advantage uh sure yeah this i got a 17. excellent 
This is a creature um, you are familiar with because you are both from the same system. This creature is called a Creant. Uh, it is a ant-like species from a small planet in your system called Harrow. Um, these creatures don't really have names. Uh, they're sort of uh, uh, a colony of Creants. Um, they don't really speak any language that you speak. They speak their own sort of language of smells and gesture. And you think that there is also like a touch of... Um, Telepathy? 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 Telepathy. You You think there's a bit of that there as uh, well. Um, Very difficult for people to communicate. When you took this job on Durgan's ship, um, you found that it was just filled with these creatures sort of doing work for Durgan. And this is very odd. Um, But you've been putting up with them this entire trip, and they've sort of been getting in the way, breaking things, knocking things over. But it seems like Durgan has just replaced um, his entire crew with these creatures, and one of them stands before you right now. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I I look at the uh, ant, the Cree ant, sort of uh, flailing in front of me, and I say, uh, Hey, uh, bug breath, you mind coming back a little later? Um, yeah, roll for persuasion. Uh, that time it'll be a 14. Um, it's sort of like, is like fumbling to pick up its crowbar, kind of looks at you and like twitches its head to the side, lifts up its hand towards the uh, lamp and bang, bang, continues to bang while it's looking at you and like sort of clicks and hisses at you. Okay, does the does the lamp have uh I mean obviously if I've been on this ship for a little while I know how to turn on and off the lights. Does the lamp have like a switch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this lamp is broken. Every other lamp in the um hallway uh seems to be lit. It seems like this one has just gone out. You okay. I think uh with your previous perception checks, uh this lamp is just uh the bulb's gone out and I think you reason it's trying to change the light bulb. Okay, great. Um, I'll say, uh, hey, how many of you does it take to uh, do that? You might want to call a couple buddies. Um, Yeah, you sort of like see it kind of looks at you and looks at the lamp. And then all of a sudden you see like two more kind of marching down the opposite end of the hallway um, with like various tools in their hands. And then they all start kind of fussing over this lamp and dropping things and like sort of shoving each other. Um, you're going to hear the PA system on the second dibs uh, come over with Zandard, are you awake? Come up to the captain's quarters now. All right, well, I'll leave you fellas to it. And I go back to my room and uh, I grab my hat and I, I sort of put the finishing touches on my uh, my garb and uh, make myself presentable, grab my rifle and uh, make my way up to the to where the voice was coming from. Cool. Uh, You make your way through the crew deck. Um, You uh, head up to the uh, um, flight deck. And there's like sort of like a long like hallway that leads up to the flight deck. And, you know, to get to the captain's quarters, you sort of need to go up through the flight deck. Um, As you're going down this way, you pass several more creants, um, some of them holding boxes, some of them uh, holding weapons, just like kind of like absently like walking around the ship. Um, one of them is sort of like standing, blocking your way through to the uh, flight deck. 
uh, you know that these things just sort of sleep standing up. They'll just kind of go into a stasis mode and like stop moving. And sometimes they'll like block hallways and stairways and things like that. Okay. Uh, then I, if one of them's like sleeping in my way, sort of like blocking me, I want to like very smoothly, casually do like a sweep the leg to like knock him off his feet, but also catch him and sort of like lower him gently oh. to the ground. <laughs> what a that gentleman. That sounds like sleight of hand to me. Why don't you roll a sleight of hand check? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> very smooth, very, um, very careful. Shh, 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 quiet, quiet. <laughs> Go back to sleep, little buddy. Oh, but I <laughs> I only got a um, eight on that. Cool. You knock this thing over and it just starts like flailing around on the ground. Uh, a couple more Kreans sort of like turn their head and just like drop whatever they're doing. And they all start just like flailing their arms in the air. <laughs> he started it. <laughs> <laughs> um... From down the way, um, sort of near the um, the front of the ship where the uh, pilot would sit, you hear um, some more yelling. Uh, this sounds like more humanoid yelling and not uh, Korean yelling. Okay, well, I'm certainly not conflict averse, so uh, I will I will slink my way into uh, the room that I hear the the yelling from. Sort of sort of moving quietly, but also Xandar's not one to not make his presence known. Do you want to roll for stealth, or do you just want to approach? Uh, actually, yeah, I, I will roll for stealth just so that, like, I can, like, be positioned in the room for, like, them not realizing I'm there and then sort of, like, give them a bit of a ahem to, like, get their attention. I, I feel like Xandar is the type of person <laughs> that would sneak into a room and then make a show of getting someone's attention. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, oh, I crit. Oh, my God. <laughs> First crit. First, First crit. crit. <laughs> All right. I love this. Yeah, you like a shadow move through this hallway leading up to the flight deck, uh, which is not an easy thing to do. This is an old creaky ship. Everywhere you step sort of groans and moans, uh, but you've like memorized this path and you sort of expertly tiptoe up to the um, helm where you see uh, the pilot, um, a young human named Red Reggie is sitting at the uh, pilot uh, chair. Uh, Red Reggie has uh, the most interesting thing, other than, um, you know, he's probably about, like, uh, 16, 18. He's a a younger kid. For a pilot, that's pretty rare. He also has this, like, uh, synthetic hair that uh, has this constant kind of neon red glow to it. Um, Reggie's, like, sitting upside down in the pilot's chair with a huge, like, vid goggle display on um, and like holding two joysticks in his hands. He's sort of uh, yelling at the game. Die, die, die. (laughs) Oh, he's just yelling at the game. It's not like a conflict between there's not like anyone else that he's fighting with or anything like that. Oh, whoever he's fighting with on this game, um, he wants to die. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, Do I get a sense that the ship is like on autopilot or like, because you said this is the person who's like controlling the ship, right? Piloting the ship? Yeah, the ship is sort of just on an auto follow on this um, freighter that you've been uh, sort of working with. Uh, So the freighter is caught in the orbit of these asteroids and is moving very slowly along this asteroid belt. And your ship is just programmed to uh, follow, or I should say Durgan's ship, is programmed to follow a certain distance uh, from the freighter. Okay, uh, then I will uh, try to scare him, I guess. I want to like, oh, actually, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? Is it like, yeah. 
uh, I know we're like in like a futuristic world or whatever, but would there still be like a cord connected to his controller? Like, can I like unplug his controller while he's in like a VR thing? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's definitely like a switch on the side of his goggles that one could just like flip to like turn off the, the goggles. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use my my invisible gif mage hand and and flip the switch just to mess with him. Yeah, I don't even think you have to roll for that since you snuck up on him already. You switch and you hear what 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 the, he like throws off the goggles. What the what is the meaning of this? Who dare? And he looks over at you. Ah, oh, Xandar, that was so lowercase of you. Reg, have you seen have you seen Durgan? I heard a call over the PA. Uh, Reggie is not in charge of tracking Durgan Candon. Reggie is in charge of flying the ship Xandar. All right, Reg. Well, I can see he's not in here, and I would like to limit this interaction to as short as I possibly can make it, so I will be heading out now. Wait, 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 wait! Are you going to the freighter today? I would assume, Reg, I make probably three or four trips to the freighter each day. Well, maybe you could tell that hacker girl reggie says hello reg this is getting a little creepy what reggie is a perfect gentleman reggie is all caps well reg if you've got any more specific messages to send uh i'll go ahead and pass the message along but if you just want me to say hi on your behalf i do not know how i would continue that interaction she won't respond to my messages. I've been sending messages and she doesn't respond, but I can tell, I can tell they've been read. Hmm. All right, well, I'll let her know <laughs> what you're looking for. <laughs> um, you see uh, Red Reggie sort of like, um, you see the, the light sort of dims in his synthetic hair. He puts back on his vid goggles and goes back to his game. Cool. Uh, we're going to shoot over to said freighter Bianca slash heart you uh, are have grown accustomed to a certain routine on this ship and routine is sort of helping you stay functional uh, how do you go about your day on this ship I'm so glad you asked so typical, <laughs> a typical day is like so uh, I will awaken from my sentry rest state and do like a very slow perimeter around the freighter or at least the parts of it that I can access without running into like any like jammed doors or mm. uh, broken uh, walls. I'm um, depending <laughs> on how to, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, a very slow lap around. Uh, it takes about 15 minutes um, and then I have the rest of the day to do that um, as many times as I want. Uh, I'll try to spend like 30 minutes running over like like fighting drills. So like basic training of, of just like footwork and, and making sure that my my cool weapons are, are up to standard. Um, but just like cleaning them um, and making sure that they still work. And they do. And then uh, it's just like that on repeat for a while. Um, I think in the beginning when I was alone, I did a lot of like trying to fix my own memory crystal. But I got spooked about like really breaking it so I don't do that anymore um, mm. but occasionally if I'm feeling particularly uh, emotive I'll like stare out into space and think about what I have forgotten and then do <laughs> like another lap. Is this a uh, training sort of day or is this a staring out into space sort of day? This is this is a training day I think uh, there's there's something okay. in, in the lack of air that feels <laughs> uh, electric and I want to be ready for it Why don't you do an athletics check? I would love to 
<laughs> uh, okay, that is only a 13. All right, you're um, focusing, uh, you're, you're trying to focus on training. Uh, what do you fight with? Um, so glad you asked. I fight with a force gauntlet. I have a, a pistol as backup, but the gauntlet is my is my main weapon. Nice. So I think you're just sort of practicing, um, um, like, lifting up large pieces of uh, what is now just sort of scrap lying around the freighter and, like, sort of doing one-handed, like, kind of, like, a... a push-ups with them, just, like, mm-hmm. lifting them up and down in the air, um, checking the response time of your force gauntlet, and then every so often you, like, toss one up, and you'll try to, like, punch it across the ship. Um, you go to, uh, punch one said piece of, uh, uh, junk, and you're sort of interrupted by, uh, loud cursing coming from somewhere uh, else in the freighter. You sort of miss and it, it kind of like falls over a little bit. You don't hurt yourself, uh, but it didn't look very cool. Uh, and I, I I recognize and acknowledge that and I say to myself, that didn't look very cool. Uh, and then I, I turn my attention towards towards the loud cursing. All right. Uh, you make your way um, down to the freighter. A lot of the work, um, this recent work heart that's been going on in this freighter has happened on um, the Dock 13, um, where the um, person you've met has been sort of trying to help you get into this ship. Uh, How do you usually deal with people that sort of try to come in here and uh, break and take things? Depends on what they're trying to break and take. For the most part, when when pirates come and and are looking for like scrap metal, if they ask me for help, I will help them. Uh, On the rare occasion where someone will try to break and take me, uh, I will break and take their lives and throw them out into space. <laughs> I love that. All right, you make your way down um, to deck uh, to to dock thirteen, uh, where you know already this where this cursing is coming from, uh, because someone is hard at work and work is not going very well, is it, Rain? No. And can I paint this picture really quick? Because I have this is a really funny image. So there's like probably like six large screens that mm. Rain is sitting in front of, and she kind of looks like the Phantom of the Opera, like in front of his organ. You know what I mean? So you yeah. like show up into the room. All the lights are off. The only lights that are shining are from the computer screens. And she's just like hunched over as if she had just smashed all the keys on the organ. And she's looking down and you see her like really creepily look back up at the computer her head bobs a little bit because she's got her headphones in yeah. and she starts typing away at the computer again, but she looks really creepy <laughs> right yeah, now. Good. Very good. Very good. Um, uh, you rain are, oh, why don't you roll a perception check? Okay. Ooh, dirty 20. Nice. Even with like your focus completely on these computer screens and your headphones in, you can uh, feel the weight of the uh, freighter shift slightly as your friend Hart approaches. Oh, like the the weight of the freighter moved because Hart walked into the room? Well, or just the, the room you're in, not the entire freighter. Uh, I <laughs> see. Hart didn't move. That's no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I, I feel the I feel the weight in the room and I slowly turn my head and and heart you could see that my eyes are bloodshot from the screens. I say I say 
I was this fucking close to breaking through. You have no idea. I was, and I get up into Hart's business and I'm like, I was this fucking close. Uh, and uh, Hart just reaches out with a little hand and just very gently pats the top of Rain's head and uh, and mm. says, there, there. You'll get him next time, champ. Mm. When was the last time you slept? She just stares off into the distance. <laughs> uh, Hart also stares off into the distance and is like, is the answer out there? You know, Hart, I think you bring up a good point. I think we just need to chill for a little bit. Sure. I love to chill. How have you been feeling lately? Most of my systems are still functioning at their peak capacity. And the crystal? Still damaged. All right. Well, we'll crack into that soon. Sure. Maybe soon. After you've slept? Yeah, I like I like tweak out like as if someone grabbed my shoulder. I'm like, get, 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 get out of here. Um, you're both going to feel, this time for real, the weight of the freighter shift. Just ever so slightly, but enough for both of you to sort of like uh, lose your balance just a little bit as you hear this of the freighter. As it feels like like something is just like sort of shifted uh, its positioning almost. Uh, is this um, ominous to us? Like, is um, this something that we wouldn't expect, or do be, does the weight shift on this damn thing all the time? The weight does shift um, from time to time, um, especially if sometimes you will grind up against other um, asteroids. But uh, why don't both of you roll me a perception check? Uh, 15? 17. Both of you will know that this felt different. Uh, can I tell where where this source, where the source of the shifting came from? It's like the 17. You know it came from above, probably the very, very top of the freighter, uh, which has been difficult for you to access. Um, I look up at the at the ceiling, like up towards the top of the ship, uh, and I and I say, I say, hmm, this could get interesting. Indeed it could. Xandar, you are making your way up to the captain's cabin when you feel the weight of your ship also shift a little bit more violently. I'll go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 11. Nice. You um, kind of trip down, or I guess you do that thing where you kind of trip going up the stairs, which is arguably more embarrassing, um, as the ship kind of boom, kind of like shakes a little bit. You hear Reggie yelling um, from down below where you just left him. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. All right. First, I look around to make sure that nobody saw me trip up the stairs. <laughs> like I kind of like do sure. a little bit of a brush off, but also like a graceful look around. Yeah, you look down and at the bottom of the stairs, you see a creant sort of like look at you and sort of at you. I, I'll aim a pistol at it. Um, it throws its all of its hands into the air and starts like running around in circles. Cool. I do like a, a really dope like flip of the pistol on my finger, like a, one of those like things that cowboys do, and I reholster it and I'll, I'll keep going up the stairs, but with a little more urgency. Nice. Um, you get to uh, Durgan's cabin. The cabin door sort of swings open as you get to it, and you are hit with this like sort of sickly sweet smell of cake. Just like super sweet. Uh, it makes you think of birthday cake. Um, as you approach, you hear um, Durgan yelling uh, out at who knows. Uh, what was that? Who's moving my ship? Um, you you see Durgan, this large man. Um, one of his arms is completely cybernetic. Sort of presses down on this button. Reggie, what is going down down there? What are you doing? You see, he sort of like looks up as you approach. Oh, Zendart. 
What is going on with my ship? Don't know, Durgan, but you certainly pay that boy to fly the thing, not play video games all day. Mm, if he <laughs> flies the way Red Reggie flies, he can do what he likes. You leave him alone. <laughs> I got him when he was a very small little orphan boy on the ship. I paid nothing. And now look, he's the best pilot in all the void. Mm. Durgan knows a good deal when he sees one. Sure, sure. Hey, and uh, uh, money won certainly is sweeter than money earned. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, Durgan's offices are are pretty uh, a cush, uh, big velvet curtains. There's this huge oil painting of a ship kind of sailing through the void with the words first dibs written on it. Um, you see his desk is kind of cluttered with uh, food and papers. Also, he has like sort of this uh, tablet out. Uh, there's also several Creant in here, uh, some of them holding machine guns, kind of just like wandering around. Uh, a couple of them have fallen over uh, because of the ship and they're like trying to struggle to help each other up. Yeah, and that's what you see. Uh, Durgan uh, goes back to sort of like looking at uh, his tablet. Can I see where the smell of cake is coming from at all? Yeah, give me give me a perception check, or you could use insight. All right, I'll use perception. That is going to be a 14. It's definitely coming from Durgan, and this is a new thing. You've worked with Durgan before, and Durgan doesn't usually smell like this. Um, but the, the whenever you've interacted with Durgan on this voyage so far, Durgan has sort of had this like weird cakey, sort of syrupy, sweet smell to him. Hmm. So this is nothing out of the ordinary. Um, it's out of the ordinary, but not for this voyage. Oh, okay. Um, but Durgan gotcha. likes to keep to himself. It's not very often you're called up to his offices. Okay, interesting. Uh, so I'm gonna say, hey, uh, was there a reason, maybe, you called me up here, boss? Yes, I was just looking for it. This, um, hacker that I'm paying how long has she been working on this uh, freighter? Well, geez, I've been here, what, two weeks now? And you hired her before you hired me, so... Seems a little suspicious, don't you think? She's supposed to be very good for what I agreed to pay, and yet I am still sitting up here, waiting. And you know, Durgan does not like to wait. <clears throat> Well, uh, I suppose uh, you should start expecting some results pretty soon, then. Uh, that's what you get when you hire off reputation alone. Hmm. Like I hire you off reputation alone. What exactly have you been doing when you go down there to check in on her? Well, just mostly making sure everything's up to snuff. Uh, looking around, uh, sort of sneaking and creeping, uh... I haven't really mm. faced any danger yet, so, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you, Durgan. Do you know what the biggest danger for me is, Xander? A shower? <laughs> uh, Durgan is, like, still for a second, and then he starts laughing. <laughs> Xander, you are very funny. That's what I like about you. No, no, no. I cannot shower in my current condition. I need to stay, um... Nice and sweet, if you know what I mean. You keep saying that, and let me tell you, I do not. 
Um, you see, he opens up a drawer and he takes out like a little pink vial and he sort of like shows it to you. Um, and then he like sort of squirts what looks like pink perfume over his neck and he sort of rubs it in. Um, he's like, Do you understand now, Farsighter? If I didn't know any better, I'd think you were coming on to me, Durkin. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you are not my type. Oh, you see, this creant that I've hired? You should know they are from your system. I have obtained through very tricky means a queen's pheromone. I spray myself just a little bit with this pheromone and it allows me to control these creatures. <laughs> they think I am queen. They do everything I say. No, not everything I say. They do everything I think. How about that? Interesting. Well, if only you had a second spray that made him a little smarter. Many hands make light work. But uh, you are distracting me. I need you to get down to that freighter, and I need you to light a fire under Rain's ass. Do you understand me? I'll do my best. Yes, you do your best. What did I agree to pay you for this little uh, expedition? Uh, I want to like narrow my eyes a little bit and uh, look at him. And is this, this is this something that I know? Do I know how much he's paid me? Um, you usually net about a uh, hundred gold credits a job. Okay, great. So uh, I'm gonna say so far you've only paid me fifty gold credits. Right. You want the rest of the money, yes? Well, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. <laughs> Then let's make sure this job gets done. All right. I'm still expecting a per diem. <laughs> Your expectations are very amusing to me. Now, get down to the cargo bay, get in your ship, and get me in that fucking freighter. All right, I want to go uh I want to go up to him and and make a very big show of being like, "Yes, boss, right away, boss. Absolutely, boss." And like shake his hand and like pat him mm. on the shoulders in a little bit and uh try to steal his um Creant pheromone with my mage hand. I want to steal it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I put it in here, so I should expect that sort of sort of thing to go on. Go ahead and give me a side of hand check. Yeah. All right. Here we go, baby. That is going to be a 17. 17. Ooh. I think he is going to contest you with his perception, which did not go well for him. So you do slip um, the uh, pheromone that you sort of just like tucked into his. He's wearing kind of like these overalls. <laughs> he's like uh, kind of like mechanic overalls. You like slipped him into the pocket. You were able to like sort of zoop it out of that and zoop it into your pocket. Tight. Um, but as you kind of go around the uh, table to uh, shake his hand, you see that his drawer seems to be like sort of filled with more of these pink files. Um, and as he like kind of sees you looking at him, he like closes it with his foot and sort of like get to work. All right, sweet. I will uh, go to my uh, my transport vessel. Rain and heart, you felt this um, freighter shudder, and you know that it is um, a little strange. Um, heart, I think now might be a good fucking time to prepare your your combat protocol. Absolutely. Uh, and then I power up my force gauntlet, uh, and I say, ready when you are. 
I spin my little like techn like techno watch, and um, I kind of want to summon my like little shield. Nice. And then in my in my right, so that's in my left hand, and then in my right hand, I kind of reach for my uh, my civilian arcane pistol, and I'm just like slowly inching forward towards the noise. Okay. So yeah, the the noise from what you were able to deduce is coming from the very top of the freighter. So you'd sort of need to make it, it will take you a little bit of time to get up there. You're gonna have to go up a couple like service staircases and uh, ladders. Um, the problem is the very top of this freighter is difficult to get to without going outside. Uh, as you have not been uh, able to sort of pierce the inside of this freighter, traveling to the very top without going into the void has been um, quite difficult. I don't know that I've ever tried to do this, but mm. can I go into the void because I don't need to breathe? You don't need to breathe. That aspect of the void wouldn't have very much effect on you. Uh, but you do know. Actually, why don't you give me a history check since you don't remember things good? <laughs> I don't remember things good. Uh, I don't remember things at all. That's a six. Um, You know that you don't have to breathe. Right. Um, but you don't know too much about the void outside of that. That that tracks. Well, Hart, looks like we might have to go the long way. Understood. Rain, uh, before you ship out. Give me a quick investigation check. Oh, crit. Oh my nice. god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you're about to pack all your things out and go when your eye sort of flashes on one of your many, many screens, and you see a little alert has popped up that you probably would have missed if you had kept going. Um, mm -hmm. But it seems as though you're, um, you, you have uh, these uh, sensors that you've sort of like launched out, kind of like um, drones almost, mm -hmm. that uh, pick up on uh, movement. And you've been using them to track when Xandar is coming and going, mostly for the purposes of hiding heart. Um, these you're seeing have been uh, deactivated. My sensors have been deactivated? Yeah. Okay, that's not good. Um, can I try something here? Mm -hmm. I want to, uh, as a ritual, I'd like to cast, if this is possible, through the computer, use it as like a detect magic. Oh, okay. To see if there's any sort of like shenanigans happening on the computer. I think if you do, rather than burn that spell slot, I think if you mm -hmm. do a check with your hacker's tools, you could figure out if someone is like sort of in your system. And since you did a nat 20 on that investigation, I'll let you do this with advantage. Ooh, cool. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Good thing that was at advantage because one of them was a crit fail. Nice. Uh, that is uh, 17. 17? Yeah, something mm -hmm. is definitely in your system. And you see, like, as you're sort of looking at, you are, like, kind of piece by piece getting shut out. Asshole! <laughs> is everything all right? No, 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 no! And I'm, like, clacking away at the computer. Is there anything I can do to um, counter? Here's what I'll give you for that check. This is very good. Whoever did this knows what they're doing. Um, if you were going to try to combat them, it would be a difficult sort of fight. Uh, but you can attempt it. Why don't we have you roll another check? This will be straight up with your hacker's tools. Um, mm -hmm. And then we'll pivot to Xandar. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot. Ooh, dirty 20. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, you have sort of stopped them from getting any further. At this point, you are going to 
get a message on your sextant. Um, sextants sort of work as um, kind of like how we would think of like a smartphone. Um, but uh, someone just sent you a message, and as you look at it, the message is encrypted in context, which is what we have sort of described as your like kind of hacker language. So whoever you just blocked is trying to communicate with you. And we'll get to that in a second, but first, Xandar, you are in the void. You are floating in your clipper. It's a small class void ship. Um, it is uh, registered to the uh, second dibs, but you are sort of its de facto pilot, at least for this mission. I um, mean, you're making your way to Dock 13 to um, talk to Rain. What do you do on this drive? Uh, I'm definitely lollygagging super, super hard. Uh, <laughs> this is the only time you get by yourself ever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So this is like, this is my me time. And Xandar's a very, like, you know, like really, really uh, appreciates his alone time. Um, and not, not only that, but I don't like to be told, like, to hurry up or, like, do something better, you know? So when Durkin told me, like, to go light a fire under Rain's ass, I was like, yeah, 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 right away, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also know that, like, the longer this job takes Rain, the more time I am on this job. So, like, the more leverage I have to get Durkin to pay me more. So, like, there's really just, from all fronts, really just no motivation for me to try to get there with any sense of urgency or anything like that. Excellent. <laughs> you're doing some donuts out there, you know? You're exactly, around. yeah. Really, you like, have, drifting. Um, yeah. yeah, your void radio on. Um, it's playing uh, Eos. Her name is Eos. Eos. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you're sort of rocking out to Eos as you're um, driving, and then eventually you find yourself parked in into the airlock and you are able to shut the airlock behind you. Uh, usually by this point, by the time you've shut the airlock, uh, Rain is sort of out to greet you, um, but Rain is not there. Hmm, interesting. All right. Well, uh, I'm sort of like whistling that EOS tune and like spinning the keys of the the uh, clipper like on my finger, like sort of strutting a little bit, still taking my sure. time. But when I notice that Rain isn't uh, there right away, I sort of like stop whistling and like look around a little bit and then like maybe try to listen to see if I can hear, like close my eyes a bit and listen to see if I can hear or like feel out anything around me. Sure, roll for perception. Lots of perception over here. It's a, lot of, it's a very perceptive game. Uh, this is only a six though, so. It's only a six. Uh, you don't hear too much and you are in this airlock, so the, the um, ability to hear is um, deafened somewhat as this room um, seals itself pretty tight. Uh, but if you move in a little closer, you might be able to pick up on something. Okay, cool. I will, um, out of habit, I guess, when anything feels a little off, I guess I just have like a little bit of a gut feeling. I'm going to pull out my uh, my arcane rifle and just sort of mm. be ready to fire, I guess, as I uh, go get out of the airlock and onto the onto the freighter. Okay, cool. Um, Rain, you get this message on your sextant. Uh, you and Hart both... Uh, actually, what is your passive wisdom, we'll say? Mine is 12. 14. 14, okay, yeah. You hear someone coming um, down the hall. It looks like they're coming from the air airlock in the uh, dock. Rain is sort of focused on what Rain is like, kind of currently working on. Um, okay, I'm going to look over at Rain and, and see that she is focused. And so I am going to approach the figure and try to knock them out. Okay. 
just because because I'm like I'm like Rain is busy and needs and needs to focus. And if this person is the person that has been shutting down her systems, she'll be appreciative of the fact that I have taken care of them for her. That tracks. Are you gonna try to sneak up on them, or are you just gonna like sort of bum rush the door? Uh, I think I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna like stand in front of the door, so when they open it, the first thing they see is my fist. Oh, good. Okay. Um, Xandar, you get to the area where Rain usually works, just outside of Dock 13, trying to break into the inner seal of this freighter. You throw open the door, and you are face-to-face with a giant Voidforged. A Voidforged that I've never seen before? A Voidforged that you've never seen before. Um, I'm going to try to, and is, I mean, is it just standing there? Cause I, uh, I mean, I'll try does to have a force gauntlet out and sort of activated and <laughs> sort of like bearing down on you. All right. I'm going to try to bob and weave it. I'm, I'm going to give it a little rope-a-dope. Try to like, okay. I'm, uh, the second, the second he starts moving, I'm going to throw a punch. Awesome. Um, let's not roll initiative just yet, because I do not want you all to kill each other. No. Uh, why don't you, Xandar, give me an acrobatics check, okay. and you're going to be contesting Hearts Athletics. Okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty 20. Oh my god. Uh, good, because I rolled a 6. Hey, Clash of the Titans over here. <laughs> I love this. Um, heart. Your first gauntlet sort of bangs into the side of this door with a loud clang. You'd like dent the door, but Xander is able to weave under your arm and sort of like slink over across the room towards our rain. Rain, we have an intruder. And I can see rain in this room too. Um, now that you're in, you can see rain. I'm gonna say, Rain, what the hell? I, I can explain. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, so, really quickly, this message uh, two yeah. questions. Two questions. One, can we flavor it as being on those like yellow tinted visors, like the, like you know in Dragon Ball Z how they have like the reader <laughs> sure. on their like little thing? Like I, I, I like the idea of it like popping up in my glasses. And then the second question is, um, what is this message, and how focused am I on it versus like the big reveal of this void forged to Xandar? These are two big reveals that are happening at the same time, and I did this to myself. So, Xandar is yelling at you, Hart is telling you that there is an intruder alert, but the only thing you're seeing is this text sort of scrolling across your glasses. This is a text from uh, someone called Artemis. It reads, Oh, hey. Didn't realize anyone was here. You weren't trying to break into this freighter, were you? Sorry, but it looks like I beat you to it. But looking at your work, slime? This was gonna take you days. How long have you been out here? Well, sorry, Scout. You really should hire a professional for this sort of thing. You could have used a more direct approach and saved yourself, I don't know, a few months? LOL. Anyway, I'm in now, and I'll be activating security behind me. I'd make myself scarce if I were you. Later, Scout. At that point, when you finish reading that message, all the lights in this room sort of turn on, and you see this door that you've been slaving over for two weeks grind open in front of you, and you hear uh, sirens come on uh, all over the ship. Uh, 
that's saying intruder alert, intruder alert. And then down the hallway, you see um, leading into the sort of inner sanctum of this freighter, a massive, uh, what looks like a tank with um, big spider legs sort of come out of the ground um, and is sort of scanning around the room. And that seems like a really jazzy place. To stop the first chapter. <laughs> Whoa. So much. So much. So much. <laughs> first of all, when when Xandar was on the other side of that door, it's like two big things happening at the same time. So yeah, we'll have to yeah. get to that. But also now there's a tank. <laughs> also now there's a tank. There's uh, plenty of things to uh, contend with. Let's do some of our end of episode stuff. How about that? Yeah. Uh, who can hit me with where people can find us on those socials? Bianca, you got that for me? I've got the socials for you. Uh, you can find us on Reddit and Instagram at the pod has been cast and on Twitter at the PHB cast. Nice. I love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please come talk to us. Uh, Carlos, do we have anyone to shout out? Yes, we do. Uh, again, we want to say a very special thank you to Matthew Munoz for uh, some of his work on the music today. Uh, you can find more of his music on matthewmunozmusic.com. Uh, he's got a lot of really cool stuff there. He does a lot of uh, theater in Chicago and some other work. Uh, check it out. He's got some some great tracks on there. And now my favorite segment, we're going to take it over to Robert's Corner. Robert, <laughs> do you have anything you want to say today? What's on your mind? Uh, oh, gosh. Um, oh, oh I uh, the other day I bought a toaster oven. Nice. Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah, I've only ever had toasters before, but now I have a toaster oven. So, What's um, the first thing you cooked in it? Uh, toast. <laughs> Good. Well, this Classic. has been a great Robert's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty much haven't used any of those other special functions yet, but we'll see when I turn on that turbo setting. Hey, what's the most wild thing anyone's made in a toaster oven? Because mine was uh, chocolate chip cookies, and it was not Ooh. easy. Oh, <laughs> wow! I'm, I'm sorry, I can't even think about I can't even think about the the craziest thing I've made because now I'm just obsessing over a melted gooey chocolate chip cookie. I'm so distracted by that image. Let's all take a cookie break. And um, (laughs) I'll see everybody next time. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.